I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. You know, today I am in a place called Johnny's Tavern. Last night they told me I could come in here because my roommate sleeps late. You know, he sleeps a little later than me. So I'm trying to get a little, get in, get in where I can. You know what I mean? Just try to fit in where I can. Oh, how's that? Does that look good? Or should it be on this side? Oh, perfect. Cool. So they were nice enough allow me to sit in here because my roommate is sleeping. So last night I was like, is, do you have any place in this hotel? And they said, you can go to Johnny's. Johnny is, Johnny's is the tavern at, uh, at Quality Inn. And it was pretty funny last night because we, we came in, we came in after a We came in after a wonderful day at Binghamton. I'll tell you all about it. But okay, so. I told you yesterday I was at a one-star hotel, and uh, it was very, very bad. They, I guess I didn't realize how bad it was. Like, we couldn't sleep. It was uh, pretty torturous. And then, um, <laughs> and then Joseph goes to take a shower, and it goes backs up. It's like turns into a bathtub. And I'm like, well, that's disgusting. And so now I can't even take a shower. So I went to work without a shower, and we had this incredible uh, time at Binghamton. But I'll tell you about that. So after we're done, we went to Quality Inn and we saw Mr. Mr. Peter Hansen was the night general manager. And he I told him where we had just stayed and he laughed. He laughed at the top of his lungs. He started laughing and he said, well, I'll give you a buy one, get one free card because you had a really horrible night last night. And I said, I did have a horrible night last night. He said, here, buy a beer at the Johnny's Tavern, and you can have another free beer on me. What a nice thing to do, right? So here I am now, about a two-minute drive from campus at a much, much nicer hotel. I mean, it's a budget hotel, but this is a nice budget hotel. It's called Quality Inn, and I recommend it. If you're in the Binghamton area, if you're in Binghamton, New York, try out Quality Inn. Ask for Peter, uh, Peter Hansen. Tell them Skyjack Morgan sent you from PETA. Mm. Hola, Jean. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And did we play the theme song? We didn't play the theme song, did we? Well, I guess we should. Let's do that now. We'll talk about Binghamton. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all the girls. This is a shot of all the
So I am in Binghamton, New York. Binghamton is the Parlor City. Parlor City, New York. I'm not really sure why they call it Parlor City, but their vegan restaurant here is called is also called Parlor City Vegan. And we went there yesterday. It was one well, I didn't actually go there. It was brought to me yesterday. And uh, they've got big burgers and loaded fries and all these poutines. I think because we're close to the Canadian border, they're selling Labatt Blue over here at Johnny's Tavern. But they had uh, poutine, various types of poutine. And um, it's, a, it's a selective, highly selective college, only 43% acceptance rate. So I expect I had high expectations of their student body. And we got there and got to drive onto campus into the little... Um, into their quad where they had a couple tables and stuff. And the debate team professor was the one who actually got us allowed onto the quad. And so our contact wasn't a student or a club, uh, cl like it wasn't a club. It was actually the debate team professor. His name is Joe Schatz. Joe Schatz, pretty cool, good, pretty cool dude. He's, if, if he, we were in German, we might call him Schatzi because it would mean that he uh, was a treasure. That's what Schatz means in German. And so he would, he led us on up there and immediately we opened our doors set up before we were even set up. We had people wanting to get the VR experience and that was really cool because, um, well, it's been hard before, like it's been hard to get people on the truck, but this time Binghamton students, they were like, what is this? Uh, animal testing. I can't wait. A, a VR experience. Heck yeah, I'm in. People were walking by, then they see their friend on there. They'd be like, yo, Tom, is that Tom up there? Tom, how was it? He's like, it was crazy. And they went, oh, we got to do it too. And so before lunch, we had met our virtual reality experience goals, which was 30 a day. 30 a day before lunch, I had almost 40. So it was pretty cool we got to do that. Hello. I'm sorry. Um, Peter Hansen said I could come in here for one hour. Um, so anyway, sorry, the, the night manager told me I could come in here for one hour and then they, they said that they could, uh, <laughs> the, the day manager just came in and was like, who the fuck are you? So sorry, Peter Hampton, Peter Hanson, not Peter Hampton, Peter Frampton, Peter Frampton. Is this too bright? It's so hard. Does it have to be so hard? There we go. All right. Sorry for the interruption. So anyway, then um, we we everyone was coming on board, <laughs> and we anything can happen during a hotel live stream. Waiting for someone to rough you up. That was the daytime manager. The nighttime manager said I could sit here for one hour. Uh, I'd be at between eight and nine. He said it wouldn't be a problem. So I said okay. I, I screw it. Maybe I should have told her before I came in. I probably should have told her before I came in, but I didn't expect it to be a problem because he was like, "Don't worry about it." Um. <clears throat> <laughs> it's perfect. It's fun, right? So then uh, we didn't hand up out as many vegan guides. So that was kind of a bummer because I do like handing out those guides to going vegan guides, guides to going vegan books. But was we did the virtual reality and people were in there going like, whoa, this is crazy. People screamed. It was like it was like a carnival atmosphere. How many people were actually trying to get into the virtual reality uh mobile our mobile virtual reality st studio in which an alien abduction serves as an analogy 
for what happens to animals in laboratories. I haven't seen the numbers yet as far as how many um, texts we got because you're, they're supposed to text uh, abduct to 30933. In fact, if you'd like to, you can help me out today and text the word abduct to 30933 <laughs> to uh, help sign a petition to end national primate research centers in America. There are two, we're trying to get rid of all of the national primate research centers in 40 years. We have been testing on Reese macaques and it has resulted in zero treatments, zero cures, and zero uh, medications. For 40 years we've been doing it and uh, it'd be the right thing to do. Just uh, text abduct to 30933 and you're in. The night-night manager definitely stepping on daytime manager. <laughs> Maybe, she, she was like, okay. When I said, Peter, Peter Hansen said I could come. And she went, okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do? My hair looks pretty epic today. Um, anyway, so we didn't sleep because the one star, so there was unshowered, unshaved and having the best day since we started this journey, the student body was so nice, fresh faced into like interested and curious people. It reminded me a lot of Berkeley. And now I feel like Binghamton, Binghamton might be the best. It's definitely the best stop so far. I think Binghamton, it, it's like every stop is getting a little bit better and Binghamton is, I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for the nightmare stop. You know what I mean? But uh, the students at Binghamton, they are the Bearcats. And the Bearcat, for some reason, is green. But their mascot is the Bearcats. And um, they play basketball and stuff. They're cool. Cool. There's only, I think there's 14,000 students there. It's about half the size of the college I went to. But um, really beautiful campus. Lots of art. There's an art museum on campus. And yeah. It was good. Good times. Good times were had by all. I hope that you guys are having fun with your activism. I even used the word churlish. The word of the day yesterday was churlish and I got to use it. So I was, I used that as much as possible. thought that was fun. And um, what else? You know, recap of Binghamton so far. We're going back to that campus today. And then tomorrow I'm flying to California for the animal rights panel at SoCal Veg Fest, up to 1,702 stickers placed. Heck yeah, man. Good job. <laughs> Hitting your day in half the day. Yeah, man. Before, so we, I think we did 43. And it, they tell us, like, if it is jamming all day long, like, you can almost squeeze out 50. But we did 43 yesterday. And it was good. Mm. Even at the last minute, um, somebody came up and was like, oh, I've been waiting to get on this. There's been a line all day. Can you still do it? I'm like, okay, get on the truck. And we, we did it. His name was Saul and Saul had a big Jewish star hanging around his, his, his neck. And he was, he came out and he said, wow, that's really powerful. Um, yeah, I really understand now what the animals go through. It's like people say things coming out of the virtual reality that you would, you would make up. Like if you were to do it, you'd be like, wow, people like, it really is magical, and VR activism is pretty insane. Yesterday, after that, so we came back to the hotel, talked to Peter Hansen. Then uh, I had a meeting with Vegley, and Vegley and I and um, and Wild Earth Dog Food are going to collaborate, and I'm really excited about that. More info on that to come, but Wild Earth Dog Food is 
uh, is collaborating with me and Vegley. They're going to be guests on the show. We're going to do some ads for them. We're going to make some make some videos for them. And I'm really excited about that. It's my first. We've been working on it for a long time, Vegley and me. And we're finally getting to where we're having like a platinum, a platinum guest who's really going to. Um, I think I think it's just a match made in heaven, don't you? Don't you? I think so too. Especially with all this talk about pet food in the news, um, how animals being fed a, a plant-based diet actually don't go to the vets as much. They have a better life. Yeah, it's going to be good. It does sound awesome, for sure. Good to have some live drama, says Paul Campbell. Absolutely, absolutely. My dog Romeo, vegan, would love to help promote Wild Earth. Keep that in mind. Well, send me a send me a video of a meeting of of him eating Wild Earth. I'd love to send me a video of Romeo eating Wild Earth, and I'll put him on the I'll put him on the show. I have not. I think that would be amazing. I'm sure. I'm sure that my man would think that was amazing. They have an on staff veterinarian as well, and I'm hoping to get her on. Her name is Tiffany. I'm hoping to get her on the show so we could talk to her as well, um, find out what makes her tick. Because uh, we had Crystal Heath on, and she was controversial and interesting, and she was the vegan veterinarian, and she did a great job on the show, and I can't wait. He's been much better with his uh, with his back after a vegan switchover. There you go. You could be in the – make a video, man. I'll put it up. Big thumbs up for Veggie. My girlfriend and I are celebrating our year anniversary soon. Thanks to them. Haas Vegan, are you serious? That's wonderful to hear. Vegley app, of course. We have a link in the show notes. If you use, if you use our code VOC, you will get five free carrots, which is their in-app, their in-app currency, right here in the bottom, right here in the show notes of this of this very broadcast. I talked. It was pretty cool because I talked to the CEO. And chief marketing person of Vegley and the chief market chief marketing officer oh, chief marketing officer of um, of Wild Earth yesterday, and you know what? It feels like it's happening. What's up, G Digs? By the way, D Digs BTW seven. What's up over on Twitch? Yeah, uh, Vegley's great. Yeah, it's funny because um, the person I'm staying with, Joseph, he's like. Uh, oh, I don't like Vegley. I said, really? He goes, well, I did meet my last girlfriend and this girlfriend and that girlfriend on Vegley. I'm like, but I don't like the app. And I'm like, okay, well, you met your, I mean, like everyone, I keep on hearing people say stuff like that. Like I met all my girlfriends on Vegley, but I don't like the app. And I'm like, um, oh, I don't like the ads, which is great because we're trying to fix the ads because the ads shouldn't be like carny ads. They should be ads that are, geared towards vegans. So that's what we're working on now. That's the next step. Um, I don't know what the animal rights panel is going to look like at SoCal Veg Fest, but Jane from Unchained TV is supposed to be filming it, but then we don't know if that's actually going to happen. I know you guys have been asking that. That's the thing I'm not really sure of. And it's supposed to be a panel, but I keep on hearing people saying they're they're going to they're doing speeches and I'm like that's not a panel. Uh, it seems very disorganized. So I'm going to, um, I've written a speech, I've written a speech about animal rights and I'll be giving it. I think probably that's what's going to happen now. I don't want to come to work empty handed. Do I come show up with nothing, show up with nothing but my dick in my hand. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not showing up with nothing. Vegans. I'm going to prepare. Thank you all to the to our Patreon subscribers. I appreciate you more than, you know, all right. The word of the day. 
the word of the day is regimen. Regimen means to plan, uh, means refers to a plan or set of rules, food, exercise, etc., designed to make someone become or stay healthy. A regimen. You could say that Stephen Maracha's dog has a regimen of earth. What's it? Wild Earth, Wild Earth dog food. <laughs> wild Earth dog food is part of a healthy regimen for a dog. What do you think? I think it works. Can you use this in your activism? Sherry's personal trainer at the gym started her on a workout regimen of 30 minutes on the treadmill, followed by 30 minutes of weight training. 30 minutes on the treadmill, 30 minutes. That's a good regimen. Can you stay healthy doing that? Sivam <laughs> Raja is on a regimen of heavy he's on the LVL regimen where he works out every day and then eats and then picks up feathers in the in the middle of the forest. A good regimen, LVL regimen. For those with natural hair, I have natural hair, taking on a protective hairstyle is more than an expectation. It's a symbolic rite of passage. That said, tucking your hair into a protective style is not an excuse to completely disregard all hair care practices. If anything, it's the exact opposite. Establishing an effective hair care regimen is essential to maximizing and maintaining a protective style. So once it's removed, both the scalp and the hair are healthy and happy. I don't even know what they're talking about. What is this thing? What is tucking your hair into protective style? I don't even know what that is. Fashionista 16 by Janelle Sessoms. Wow. I think I'm looking into a... I'm looking into a little right behind the curtain of something. I don't know what the hell it is. Passage. Symbolic rite of passage. Tucking your hair into protective style is a regiment. I don't even know what the heck they're talking about. Do you know what this is about? VFS, do you know what this is about? We should all be able to get at least half an hour of physical activity each month. <laughs> Just one half hour of physical activity once a month. That makes sense. I used abandoned feathers to create a mural of Sky's face. It's almost finished. That's good. I don't know how they abandon their feathers, though. But, okay, you're saying that you found abandoned feathers. Don't use animals, y'all. That's the whole That's the whole vibe. Reasonable Vegan's daily regimen consists of brown-nosing and terrible abusers and cucking to cosmic center. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Yesterday I was telling someone what a what a what a pick me vegan is, and a pick me vegan. They're like, "What's a pick me vegan?" I said, "Well, I'm not like the other girls. I'm just like the boys, and I want the boys to like me. Pick me girls, pick me vegans. Same thing. Don't betray your own to ingratiate yourselves to the enemy. Don't betray your own to ingratiate yourselves to the villains. You churlish knave." Not each month, each day. Oh, it's too early. <laughs> once a month. I think half an hour of physical activity once a month is my goal. That's my workout regimen. Thank you. Plant. That's no low plant-powered way. That's the no low plant-powered way. One half hour, once a month. I like it. I endorse I endorse no low plant powers idea about that. The um <laughs> All right, did you know, being but humble lexicographers, we cannot say whether an apple a day truly keeps the doctor away, but as far as regimens go, one could do a lot worse than snacking on a Macintosh. 
Remember when they called computers Macintosh computers? Regimen usually, which usually refers to a system of rules or guidelines often for living a healthy life or taking a regular dose of exercise, comes ultimately from a Latin verb, regere, meaning to direct. Regere led to apple pie orders up to the English word regimen. Led an apple pie order to the English word regimen. Apple pie order. That's funny. These guys, they're so funny with their apples and their, how they, they're very good writers. Yes. First, by the way of Latin noun regimen, meaning steering or control, and then via the medieval Latin regimen, referring to a set of rules. Other regere descendants fell further from the tree, including correct, erect, region, rule, and surge. Be sure not to confuse regimen with another of its kin, regiment, which refers to a military unit, as doing so could upset the apple cart. <laughs> Don't upset the apple cart, y'all. Don't upset the apple cart. <laughs> I don't mind upsetting the apple cart, you know, because uh, that's kind of what vegans do. We have a regimen of upsetting apple carts. What is the regimen? My regimen, my regimen is wake up, read the news, do do my daily pre-shift, and then I get my I get I get my word of the day, my what happened in history, and my um, my daily affirmation. That's my that's my that's my regimen, coffee and uh, and the daily affirmation. Don't use animals. Good thing molted feathers are not an animal in the same way that the fallen hair from people isn't using humans. Ooh, you think not? And yet every time we use animals of any kind, it's it it it, it evolves into uh, gross exploitation. Every single time. Every single time we use a piece of an animal, no matter how it was derived, it ends with criminality. How weird. How strange that we do this. I like this time of pre-shift. Works right before my work starts. Well, that was the idea is that it would be before people's work. But sometimes people have to get pre-shifted in the middle of their shift. That's how it happens. Slippery slope fallacy only when it's when – it's, uh, I love this. Nice. It is a slippery slope fallacy, but slippery slope fallacy is only in presupposition. I'm not saying it's a slippery slope that if you do this, this will happen. I'm saying every time we have done anything to animals in the past, it has resulted in this. And that is a factual statement. That's not a slippery slope fallacy. That's simply what has happened in the past. Slippery slope fallacy is saying if you do this, that will happen and then that will happen and then that will happen. I'm not looking into the future as if like I'm looking into a crystal ball. I'm looking into the past with historical accuracy saying, hey, every time we do this, this happens. Every time we do that, that happens. That's all. And it's and it's true. There's no way around it. Look in the past. Look in the past, not the future. Slippery fallacy is looking in the future. I'm just recording the history and I do it every single day with today in history today in history lots of things have changed over the years and i like putting things in historical uh, perspective for for myself and for my vfs the french revolution the national convention passed a proclamation announcing the formal abolition of the french monarchy in 1792 mm. i think they should abolish all monarchs i don't know why the english still do it it's i think it's so stupid that they do it yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, England gives Sir William Alexander a royal charter for colonization of Nova Scotia in 1621. 
that's kind of that's starting Canada up there. Nova Scotia's Canada for all those who aren't on this side of the pond. Empress Dowager Sixty seizes power and ends the Hundred Days Reform in China, imprisoning Zhang Guansu, Emperor, 1898. Okay, look at this guy. Cecil Chubb buys English prehistoric monument Stonehenge for 6,600 pounds in 1915. Look at this. This thing is thousands of years old, Stonehenge. And he bought it for 6,600 pounds in 1915. And his name was Cecil Chubb. Cecil Chubb, he had a chubby for history. He needed to own Stonehenge. That was just something he had to do. 6,600 pounds in 1915 would be something like 7 million pounds today, I think. So I did the math earlier. It's a lot. And so he bought Stonehenge for like quite a bit of money. But still, why did people allow them to Cecil Chubb to buy Stonehenge? Weren't they afraid he was just going to tip it over? Yeah. I'm talking about non-human animals, Nolo, and you know it. Don't be disingenuous, my friend. I am not talking about that with humans because humans have a different moral status in our community for humans. Humans occupy a different status than animals, and that is what's exact that's exactly what's wrong. We need to elevate uh, the animal status to personhood. It doesn't happen to humans anymore because, well, uh, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, humans are humans. We're, we treat them differently. Also, the exploitation of labor in the past has actually uh, turned into various nefarious things. Yeah. Yeah, it was purchased. Can you believe that? Spanish fascist junta. Francisco Franco to Generalissimo and Supreme Commander in 1936. It's so weird to think that the that the Spanish were so fascist, isn't it? It's weird to think that the Spanish of all people, and they were fascist until like the 70s or 80s. They're fascist for a long time. And we're just like, yes, the Spanish are great. It blows my mind that it was so okay. You know, the Spanish... President Warren G. Harding signs a joint resolution of approval to establish a Jewish homeland in Palestine, 1922. Yeah, started with Harding. It ended with Truman, right? Or Eisenhower? I forget which president ended up actually making Israel a state. But here we are, 1922, trying to figure things out. And uh, look, at, look, at 1922 it started, didn't it? Established a Jewish homeland in Palestine. And then the trouble started. It never ended. Chinese communist leaders proclaimed the People's Republic of China in 1949. Of course, in Taiwan, Chiang Kai-shek was saying, no way. And they kicked him out. And he moved to Taiwan. And he created his own country. Or is it a country? Is Taiwan a country? I think it's a country. I've been to Taiwan. Have you been to Taiwan? It seems like a country to me. They have their own government. They have their own buildings. And they had the tallest building in the world for a while. The uh, Taipei building. I forget what the Taipei building I forget what that building's called. A very tall building. I've been to it. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Um, Taiwan, it's a country. It's clearly its own country. But, you know, The Hobbit was published. 37, 
1937, The Hobbit was published, and little did he know that a, that a young woman would be born one day and steal it and call it Harry Potter. Green Day releases their album American Idiot in the U.S. in 2004. It was their last real kind of punkish album, wasn't it? I think it's pretty punk. It's punk. It's still punk. Is Green Day punk? I think they're still punk. Three genetic studies published in the Nature conclude that all non-African descended from one migration out of Africa 50 to 80,000 years ago. 50 to 80,000 years ago? Wow. You see, this is something that I think is pretty useful because carnies are always telling me that things have been going like this for millions of years. Millions of years. I'm like, man, we didn't, we didn't get out of Africa until 50,000 years ago. What are you talking about? Things are recent. This is not we're – we're a blip. We're just a blip on the butthole of we're just a we're just a boil on the butt of the world and we're gonna be gone as soon as we pop and the world can keep on going on without us. That's what's likely going to happen. So I do have a Streamlabs for donations. Would you like it? Here you go. Streamlabs. Streamlabs. dot com slash vegan of course i think is what it is is that what it is i think it is yeah it's right here i have a stream labs here there's my stream labs thank you for reminding me i used to put it in every broadcast but i never got any tips on stream labs so i just stopped uh because it wasn't like i would go every day and it wouldn't work but there it is streamlabs.com slash vegan of course i of course appreciate uh, tips because i'm an e-beggar you know vegan gaze calls herself an e-beggar and i think that's so funny i guess i'm an e-beggar i'm an e-beggar too i am but i am on tour with PETA too and that's pretty cool isn't it i mean i'm out here doing the work i think that's pretty dope so there you go <laughs> No way they belong to us. Jean, Hawaii and Puerto Rico should be their own countries too, in your opinion. Uh, Hawaii? I mean, Puerto Rico votes every year. I think Puerto Rico is an interesting case. But Hawaii? I mean, I think that ship has sailed. I mean, I think, I, I mean, honestly, I think California should be its own country. So that's going to be, that's a little rough. I don't know that Hawaii really has a reason. Well, until this thing in Maui happened. Well, I don't know. It's an interesting one with Hawaii. Puerto Rico, they vote every like 10 years to figure out what they want to do. And they keep voting to be a, a territory. So I don't know. They use American dollars and they seem to enjoy being American citizens when they're born because they have birthright citizenship in Puerto Rico. I don't know. I feel like Hawaii is a rough one. I don't know how that would happen. But California should definitely be its own country. Uh, because we have the most populous state and we our votes are worth nothing. Our votes are worth nothing in, in California. We have two senators. We have two senators representing uh, something like 75 million people. And for, what is it? It's like California has 65 million people now, something like that, and two senators. And yet North Dakota has like 10 people and they have two senators. Two of the people, two, two of the 10 people who live in North Dakota are senators. That makes zero sense. It pisses me off. It's a vestige of slavery. It's a horrible, horrible situation. Californian voters are just worthless. Uh, we're three-fifths of a human. It's ridiculous. We're living as second-class citizens in California and we need 
to secede from the union. But hey, that's just me. What do you think? Do you think we should secede from the union? We'd have a democratic president again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We would never have a democratic president again. Um, yeah, you're probably right. But um, California would. We would have our own situation. We have all the money. You like, well, New York would be okay. You live in New York, but I mean, the rest of the country would be pretty screwed if California left. And we might even have a vegan world in California. You never know. I mean, we might pass laws and make it so expensive to make to do these factory farms that California could be the utopia it deserves to be. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you meant. Yes, I should have from straight voting. Shoot from straight voting, one person, one vote. Yeah, and if we have a, if we have a, um, what do you call it? Um, it's too early for me. I haven't. Uh, I only had this little tiny piece of coffee. A proportional. So the the Congress is proportional, and the Senate is not because they wanted to have the rural states to have as much power as the as the populous states. And the reason why they wanted that is because African Africans were only slaves were only worth three-fifths of a human being in the in the great compromise right well that's why the senate existed we need to get either get rid of the senate we need to abolish the senate like they did in many countries or turn it into something like the house of lords where it's just a ceremonial thing for billionaires it's just a club for billionaires with ceremonial power or make it proportional and if we do the any of those three things i think california should stay as an american country american state or if they don't do those three things they should get out california should leave america but hey that's how i look at it you let me know how you feel about it hg wells is is birthday today and stephen king we have incredible writers today none of these people were vegan but hg wells was one of my favorite writers. He wrote The Time Machine, War of the Worlds, The Island of Dr. Moreau, um, The Invisible Man, H.G. Wells. If you grew up as a uh, and did not read any H.G. Wells books, I kind of feel sorry for you because he was a kind of a kind of a big one, you know? He was like a yeah. He's like a Jules, he's like the a, a British Jules Verne, right? He was a Pretty remarkable, remarkable writer. And this is birthday today. H.G. Wells. Is, are any of these people vegan? Leonard Cohen's dead. Larry Hagman's dead. Leonard Cohen was always one of my favorite singers. Larry Hagman was in I Dream of Jeannie. Um, Ricky Lake. I can't believe she made it to 55. Is Faith Hill vegan? Bill Murray's 73. He looks way older. He's definitely not vegan. And he's kind of a pervert. Let me see if if uh, Faith Hill is Faith Hill vegan. Faith Hill shares insight into her diet, and it's very unexpected. She eats veggies straight out of the garden. Kale, yes. She's rumored to be vegetarian. On yep. Yeah, so she's she's according to Happy Cow, she's vegetarian. What do you think? Faith Hill. Is she vegetarian? There she is. She's saying lots of uh, Faith Hill. What's it? Audrey Faith Perry. The kiss, breathe, the way you love me. She's married to country music star Tim McGraw. She can't be vegan, though, because she's been in too many too many horse movies. She was in that 1880-something with um, 
1886. What was that movie called? That the TV show called with uh, about Yellowstone, the founding of Yellowstone. I don't know. But Ricky Lake is definitely not vegan. John Waters film, cult film Hairspray. <laughs> yeah. Ricky Lake used to have a TV show. Ran from 1993 to 2004. Holy shit. The Ricky Lake show went that long? I had no idea. Who's Joseph Mazzarello? Child actor in Jurassic Park. I remember he was that little kid in Jurassic Park. Okay, so there you go. I don't think any of those people are vegan, though. Is Ricky Lake vegan? Ricky Lake is a vegetarian as well. She's a vegetarian actress. Ricky Lake. What do you know? She talks and it's a new day. Forks over knives. Wow. Ricky Lake on Twitter. Okay. But she's not vegan. She's vegetarian. So we have two vegetarians. They don't count. You can't, you can't, you can't be a vegetarian. You're basically just a carnist. What about Joseph Mazzello? Is he vegan? Is Joseph Mazzello vegan? Not vegetarian, not vegan. Okay, well, that's all we got. Sorry. So Leonard Cohen is his birthday today, and that's kind of sad. Uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray is such a disappointment, isn't he? Everyone loves Bill Murray, including myself. He's such a disappointment. What do you go? Australian Aboriginals are the oldest known civilization on Earth. Great. That's awesome. All these people died today, and uh, the only one I know is Melvin Van Peebles, but Virgil was the one who helps us across the River Styx, and, uh, and I don't know. That's that's it. Edward II, Charles V. I hope you have a better day. Who's, I know this guy, Girolamo, the mathematician, Cardano. Yeah, first mathematician to make use of symbols, systematic use of numbers less than zero. Cardano. I read about him in a, in a book I read about uh, the number zero. It's a great book. Jalen is a number. The Streamlabs won't load for you. What the heck, man? That's okay. I love having you as a member. Now you'll get member exclusive stuff. And also, you can use the big duck energy emoji. Thank you, Jalen, for becoming a member. I love you. You're the best. All right. Well, that's the that's what happened. I hope you guys have a better day than all these assholes because um, – Look at them. They're a bunch of jerks. Well, maybe not Melvin Van Peebles, but they're a bunch of carnies. Yeah, Melvin Van Peebles is pretty cool, but he did this the sweet, sweet backs, badass song. Yeah. That's how I know. That's how I know about him. His most famous work. Um, anyway, there you go. Melvin Van Peebles. If you don't know about this badass, sweet, sweet backs, badass. It's a Martin Van Peebles, his Mario Van Peebles, his son actually made a movie about that, and it was just called Badass. So there you go. Now you know about Melvin Van Peebles. He died today, and I hope you have a better day. What the heck? YouTube and Streamlabs be costing me money today. What the heck, man? Well, if you're determined, I also have my PayPal. My PayPal is right here veganocca at gmail.com am i being a good e-beggar well you can paypal me at veganocca at gmail.com there's also a paypal link in the channel so thank you guys thank you for that though jalen i i don't know why your membership would go through but not a donation that's weird 
but I love you as a member. I love you anyway. I love everyone who's loving, who's doing this, you know. I appreciate you guys more than you ever know. I love you Patreon subscribers, and I love you channel members, and uh, I love just regular old vegans who are just here for the ride, you know, taking a free ride. I still love you because I happen to like vegans. That's all. Today, I'm daily affirmation for vegans only. It's for vegans only, guys. If you aren't vegan, then what are you doing here? I don't want you here. Please go away. This is for vegans only because good vibes only go to vegans here. It's funny, yesterday, <clears throat> Justina, she had all this stuff, and we're driving the truck, but the double trouble car, the little car, was down the hill. I said, why don't we just take the stuff? She goes, no, I'll take it. And I'm like, no, don't take it. Like, it's too much stuff. You're going to carry it all the way down this hill. She goes, no, I can do it. I said, the, I said, you know, the affirmation of the day is when I need help, I ask for it. So if you don't need help, don't ask for it. But I'm saying, if you need help, let me know. She's like, no. I don't need any help, Sky. I went, okay, that's fine. No problem. No problem, dude. That's all good. It's all good. It's all good in the in the hood. Because today, the daily affirmation is I offer help when I can give it. I think that's so great. I offer help when I can give it. Helping others brings a special kind of joy that cannot be cannot be accessed by any other means. When I fill the cups of others, I saw I simultaneously fill my own. So true. When you fill someone else's cup, you fill your own. It feels good to help others. Giving is living. And I can't help but smile when I do it. Yeah, I like helping other people. I like helping animals. I like helping the world become a better place and i hope that you do too there's a scarecrow behind me now i know someone put that oh, there's a scarecrow right here too scarecrows are kind of scary i've always found them a bit when you see one in the wild scarecrows are kind of scary when you're like driving in the middle of nowhere there's a scarecrow i've always found them somewhat uh, disturbing because they look like a crucified man in the middle of a field. They're scary. But it is fall. It's autumn now. You can tell the weather's turning. I went on this trip so far. I mean, it was 95 degrees when I started this trip. So hot. And I knew because I'd lived out here before on the East Coast, the weather turns like that. There's no gradual turn into fall. It's just like it's summer, then it's fall. I was talking to my friend who lived in Virginia. And I said, wow, you know, I don't miss the winters in Virginia. I don't miss scraping the, the windshield in the morning when it's so cold. You wake up early and the, there's ice on your windshield and you take that little scraper thing and scrape your windshield and brush off the ice. Oh, I don't miss that at all. He says, that doesn't happen anymore. Global warming, we don't scrape our windshields anymore. And I thought, oh my God, that's that's great. <laughs> that's great. Global warming, that's one good thing about global warming is that people don't have to scrape their windshields anymore. What a wonderful thing. But then again, then what are you paying for when you live in California if all you're doing is paying for the weather? If the weather's going to be great everywhere, then I guess maybe maybe we're just paying to have a mild climate, I guess. Anyway, vegans, VFS, thank you for so much for joining me this morning right here in Binghamton. We'll be uh, making more, and that'll be it. 
And thank you, Jalen, for becoming a member today. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. I guess I'll see you on the other side, and then I'll see you in California. We've got one more broadcast this week. Wow, what a what a crazy couple of days we're gonna have. What a crazy life this is. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all figures. Well, guys, don't forget to like this video. And if you're in New York, please visit me. It's pretty cool. Come on to the Binghamton campus. We're over by the Science Building. And it's pretty exciting because the Science Building is where they're testing on animals. And we're in the right in front of their building saying, hey, don't test on animals. It's pretty sick. I think it's real sick because we get lots of biology and psych majors who come over and they're like, whoa. That's exactly the point, right? So please come on over to um, Binghamton and come check us out. I appreciate you guys. And I'll see you in California. Anyone who's in SoCal VegFest, I hope that you'll get there. That's awesome. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to like the video. I hope you liked it already. Go get them, Sky. Thank you, Deb Thompson. I appreciate you. Illegitimate, non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you and the animals need you and we need each other. Bye. <laughs>